Hello my friends, welcome to the latest episode of Between You and Me, the podcast where music makers talk about the things that hurt, heal and change us in evangelical culture. My name is Jess Morris, I am your host and today we have a super, for lack of a better term, bouncy episode for you with EDM pop dance duo Trampolines. And when I say bouncy, it's not even just like a, a fun description. It's actually like these two, Lane and Carrie Turzer, are so full of energy. It's incredible. And I think you will actually hear that through this whole interview. Now, this episode is brought to you by our friends at JesusWired.com, the number one place for Christian music reviews, interviews, and contents. They are also support indie artists, which you know we love and are coincidentally great supporters of trampolines. Now, I am so pumped for you guys to hear this life-giving conversation. I spoke to Kerry and Lane earlier this week, and not only are they fabulous musicians, both of them are individual musicians in their own right. Lane is Lancifer. He does pop, hooky, catchy stuff that will stick in your head. And Carrie is better known as DJ O'Frick. Uh, and both of them together have actually toured across the world, going to different festivals, stuff like that. But they actually combine their music with missionary work. So they go to countries and essentially tell people about Jesus through their music and get to know people and support them and help communities and uh, it's a really really cool thing we actually like get to hear their heart behind it like what drives this how do you be culturally sensitive how do you like do this together as a duo when you both have separate careers Lane and Carrie are just awesome Um, straight away you'll feel like they're your new best friends there is so much hilarious behind the scenes contents from this because these two can just talk about anything and everything so if you want to hear that definitely make sure you hit us up on our patreon and watch the behind the scenes I'm just putting the video up there of this entire interview it is worth your time I promise it will have you in stitches before we get to our interview with the fabulous trampolines I want to say thank you to you guys for all your support over the last month as we have moved into a more independent space and have started a Patreon. Thank you so much to everyone who has signed on to support us monthly with donations ranging from like $2 to $15 a month. It is mind-blowing that you believe in us that much and that you back us that much. I love it. I'm so glad that I get to share exclusive content with you. I sent some exclusive postcards off the other day, which was super fun, and I'm grateful for that. So if you would like to know more about that and to like see the behind-the-scenes content with trampolines, just head to our Patreon. Just go to betweenyouandmepod.com and hit Patreon at the top of the page. Also, if you're sort of like, oh, I can't really afford money month to month at this point, like I get it, I get it. But if you're looking to support us in some financial way and you want to buy merch, that's also an awesome way to support us. So at the moment, we have everything from face masks, I know, like of all our designs. So like the ever popular Amy Grant's, like Amy is Queen design that we love so much. That is a face mask. We've got a Smithy one. We've got some logo stuff as well as like just the list of like really iconic Christian musicians. If that's your thing or if you just want a like ironic face mask that says between you and me because there's a legitimately a mask between you and the person in front of you. Yeah. Um, go, go and pick up a mask. Go and pick up any of our merch. Uh, any of the profits from that go towards helping us run this. So you can also find that at the link in our profile or just go to betweenyouandmepod.com and hit the merch button and you can find a list of stuff there. At the moment, I think you can get like 20% off when you get four masks, which is wild. So if you're in the market for masks, like the entire world, go for your life. Okay, so about to introduce our episode with trampolines. It's a lot of fun, but I sort of feel like, I'm like, how do I 
address this and bring you guys an episode that is so full of laughter and life when there is so much crap happening in the world right now. And to be honest with you, I don't know how to address it. I, I want you to know, because like we always talk about this stuff, I want you to know that I'm aware that stuff has been happening in countries across the world, that a lot of us are suffering, that there is so much going on that we can't control. In Australia, in the state that I'm in, Victoria, we just entered our second lockdown because our numbers for COVID have, have gone up. It's scary. Um, a whole lot of stuff has changed in my world recently. There's a lot of uncertainty. And I know that's only the tip of the iceberg for a lot of people. Think of what happened in Beirut and I think of what is happening in so many places. And, um, and I know that there's so much that we can't hold or fathom right now. Uh, so I hope that today's episode, it might give you like a sense of, of nearly just release. I hope it gives you respite for an hour, that you enjoy hearing these remarkable stories from Lane and Carey, that you are inspired and just filled with joy and hope from their music. It's just so boppy. It's so good. So, so good. That maybe if hopefully it inspires you, if you're looking for that inspiration or that hope right now and that drive to keep going. But even if it just gives you a moment to pause and smile, I think then we've done our job today. So wherever you are, please know I see you. I love you. Hold on. I'm with you in that one. So get to it. This is our episode with the wonderful band Trampolines. Now you will hear an exclusive preview of their upcoming single Friday Night Praise through this episode. But to hear it again, wait till the end and we will play that for you. My friends, meet Lane and Carrie Terzeth, otherwise known as Trampolines. It's not an overstatement to call pop EDM dance duo Trampolines bouncy. Consisting of husband and wife, Lane and Kerry Terzif, they exude an energy you wish you woke up with in the morning, and it comes out in every beat of their songs. The fact they were married on a trampoline just adds to this figure. Now, since Kerry and Lane formed the band a year ago, they have blown all preconceived ideas of Christian pop music out of the water combining their individual experiences to create dance beats that have played at festivals, churches and remote villages across the globe. These two are missionaries and recording artists in their own right. Lane is better known as solo act Lantifer and he has rolled out hooky pop hits for a decade, releasing seven albums and doubling as a stuntman, adventurer and self-proclaimed vigilante. He mixes an insatiable positivity with a message of hope. Carrie Terzif is better known as DJ O Frick, and in the past three years she has DJed sets around the globe. A music and video producer, her songs like Show You How and Sunrise have taken her to places like Thailand, Myanmar, Vietnam, Cambodia, Indonesia, Denver, and Los Angeles. Trampolines gives Carrie and Lane the best of both worlds, and they mix their extensive touring, mixing, writing, and well, wild adventuring experiences to share their passionate love for Jesus and people through music. Plus, they get to work together, what could be better? Trampoline's versions of worship classics like Corey Asbury's Reckless Love, Hillsong's Hosanna, and United's Oceans Where Feet May Fail have garnered their media attention from places like CCM Magazine, Vacancy, Hellel's, and Jesus Wide. In their latest hit, Jesus 10X, where they legitimately jump around the streets of Shanghai with a boombox, illegally playing music about Jesus, has had more than 45,000 views on YouTube. And even in the middle of a global pandemic, where the music industry has all but halted, these two haven't slowed down. 
making their way back to the US. They are currently on the social distance tour with friend and fellow musicianary Coastland across the USA. With free masks for all, six feet apart of course, they are bringing back some sensational energetic hope to a world trying to get back on its feet. I spoke to Lane and Carrie about why Christian hip-hop and trap music needs trampolines. That's my words, not theirs. And we chatted about how they individually have overcome everything from homelessness to addiction, being an atheist, to literally becoming like international touring musicians who talk and sing about Jesus, and also what it means to be culturally sensitive and respectful when you're telling people about God. Basically, we talked about a whole lot of things. It is loaded, it is hilarious, it is fun. Get ready for chaos. This is Trampolines. I know that you guys individually have both been music artists in your own right for quite a while now. So for people who have never heard of Trampolines, the band, can you tell us who is Trampolines? Wow. Um, you, you want this? No, I'll let you take Okay. It. We are a band um, that it plays uh, pop, hip-hop, EDM, worship, and praise music and we got married on a trampoline and we do some mission work and i um i actually decided that i was atheist as a teenager and so i um just decided to step away from the church step away from god wanted nothing to do with any of it um and i ended up uh just completely derailing my life i got really addicted to drugs and alcohol and then about 4 years ago i was in a I was laying in bed and I heard God like straight up call out to me and say like, you're going to die if you keep doing this. And I was like, oh boy. So I, <clears throat> I was like trying to ignore it, but I, I just felt this heavy conviction. Like, that's true. I'm going to die if I keep going. And so I was like, okay, well, what do I do then? And the voice was like, pray. Like, gosh. So uh, long story short, I ended up getting on my knees and praying for the first time in 10 years. And then a week later, I was on my way home as a result of that prayer to try to get clean. And this lady in this gas station bathroom asked me if she could pray for me. And yeah, it was wild. It was very wild. So um, I decided later that night to give my life to Jesus. And uh, then about a month later, I decided to completely become um, abstinent from drugs and alcohol. And uh, I ended up like just turning my life around entirely uh, and just completely changing everything, like recovering and healing in a way that I never thought I would. And it just, it's been awesome. And I just want to, I want to communicate that to people and I want that for other people that are in the same situation. So now we do this band called Trampolines. We love to DJ and like be around, you know, people that might be going through that themselves and, you know, tell them that there's hope because as an addict, I remember I never felt like there was hope, but there is. Yeah, that's incredible. Thank you for going there so quickly. Thank you. That was, I didn't even have to ask the question. It was great. Uh -huh. And I, Carrie and I met right after all that kind of happened a few weeks later. We met in the middle of a small town in Wyoming and um, fell in love. <laughs> and this was three and a half years ago. And we got engaged after a few months and then got married on a trampoline and uh, moved to Asia and did missions and music. and. Um, toured the U.S. a little bit as well, and yeah, we just started this band as a, a new project in the last year. Thank you both for sharing your story so quickly and for being so transparent. That was so cool. I love it. That's why I do what I do. Um, why did you guys choose to create a, 
quote unquote Christian bands. When you, you both have experience in, again, the secular and the Christian music industries, why is Trampolines a Christian band? Like you have a song called Jesus times 10. <laughs> so why, why that? So um, one year ago, we moved to China to um, pursue more kind of in the pop mainstream music industry that we had been doing for a long time. And that was an amazing mission field doing pop, you know, in the States and in Europe and across the world in, you know, for non-Christians and, and all kinds of people, which we have a huge heart for everybody. And it was, it was just awesome being able to, you know, kind of redefine what a Christian looked like and being, uh, you know, not in an egotistical way, but being the cool Christian that didn't judge people, you know, was nice. And, and to us, you know, that's always been just kind of who Jesus was and um, just very loving to those people and everybody, regardless of their background or what they were up to. Um, and so, but uh, in the last year, uh, starting trampolines, we wanted to be even more intentional about our message and what we were saying with, because life is short and, and time is short. And we just wanted to give, you know, uh, the time that we do have to be, you know, talk more about what is important to us and God is the biggest thing in the world, obviously. And, um, and tell the stories, uh, of what God has done in our lives. And, and also I think, um, we felt a personal, uh, hunger and felt a hunger from other people to have a more modern way of worshiping God and, um, you know, just a more relatable speaking of the same language, you know, of this generation and, and, and young people and, you know, fat bass beats and synthesizers and praising God, you know, with, with everything in your life. Jesus, 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 I'm gonna say it again. Jesus, Jesus, you're the prince of peace when I'm in pieces. Jesus, Jesus, you're the strength up in my weakness. I'ma scream it out so they believe us. This is my praise and worship. I'm moving and praying, taking the chase. I'm in love with the way I'm on a real life because you saved me. That's the journey, that's the journey. I got the windows down as I'm swerving down the street and Even through the rain Every drop sounds like a symphony A love song that you spoke for me I will say your name You are perfect So I will shout your name At the break of day And the first thing that occurs to me Is there's only one word to speak part about trampolines and I think you guys will get this is that you don't sound like you're a Christian band <laughs> in the best way like like I love Christian music I'm a Christian music journalist but but you sound like everything that you like the best music that you hear on radio um and you can tell it's because you both bring a whole lot of life and music experience and put it in and it's just a really organic expression um part of me I can trying to rephrase it sorry I'm thinking on the fly now um part of me thinks that one of the reasons you guys have been able to establish yourselves in that way uh is because at the moment you're not with a label like you, you've started independent um and you've you've really taken like a really 
brave, bold chance in starting that way, wherever you go in the future, um, in nearly going against the grain saying, this is who we are. We marry our, our mission with our ministry, with being missionaries, um, and this is our sound. How do you guys sort of hold, hold the cliche idea of this is what it means to be a Christian musician and this is how you sell music with this is who we are as trampolines. Like, is there room, do you think, for both of them to coexist? I think there is. I'm just curious for your your thoughts on it. Um, I think it's the artist, to be honest with you, because part of, part of what's so special to us about trampolines is that this is what we would listen to. Um, and the thing is that I've realized over the last few years is that there is a market for everything. Like, if you're into, like, yodel trap or something, like, there's a market for it. Somebody out there wants to hear that and they'll connect with it. So um, CCM is great because it, it connects with a lot of people like just contemporary Christian music, what's on the radio. It connects with a lot of people, but I personally never connected with it. Um, I never enjoyed listening to it. You know, and that's nothing personal. That's just my taste. It doesn't mean it's bad music. It's just me, you know? So for people that are like us that have this hunger, because as it is right now, if you're really into like hip-hop or trap music there's a couple choices in the christian industry but most of your listening is going to be done in secular markets if that's what you really like um and i think there's a lot of people that say that you know like it's not okay to mix those but why not like what's not okay about that so yeah we we love in some of the psalms when um you know some of the verses about like you know, sing a new song to God, and and um, I'll have to try to find the exact verse, but it talks about um, you know praising Him with shouts and loud uh, loud shouts and stomps, and you know it's just it's kind of mm-hmm. cool how music has always been a theme of praising God and and worshiping, and um, and there's just so many you know as the world changes, there's so many ways of doing that, and there's no box, you know, there's no like God is this, like, no, God is everything. Like I can mow my lawn and praise God in that. Yeah. That's so good. I love that. Um, can you guys tell me a little bit about your individual expressions of music before trampolines as Lance Afar and DJ Ofric? Yeah. That's a very Aussie way of saying it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, how have you guys, how do you guys, balance those like independent music expressions with having a band together do they just complement each other or how does that work it's a, it's a challenge like uh i don't know how people go into like five six seven person bands because like even just between two people one of us would be like mm, i don't like that mm, nah. like, i want more bass yeah no like there's a lot of uh, compromise that comes in when you're sharing a music project um, the luckily Lane and I are into like very much the same music. Um, my musical background is that I was a jazz singer in, um, high school. And so that's kind of where I learned to sing. So like, uh, it doesn't really come out too much in trampolines, but that I, you know, I really love that style of singing. And I think, uh, with more songs that we have coming out, it's beginning to kind of like find its expression in there. Uh, and the other thing is I really love EDM music. I just think it's great. And I remember, um, one of the first times I ever DJed, I was, you know, like in this nightclub and I'm playing some, some song that's completely secular. And I was just looking at everybody in the room, like jumping in, like, I just had this moment of like connection 
to God, I just like, I just said to God, like, I just quieted down for a minute. And I was like, thank you, God, that like, that like you have so many different expressions of music. And it became just this, like, every time I would have a show and I would DJ for people, you know, regardless of what was going on in the room, I would just have this moment of personal worship to God. Like, you are so good, God. Thank you. Thank you for these people. And like, help me to do something for them because, you know, they, they need you and they're beautiful. And, and I know that you love them. And so and that slowly turned into like, you know, trying to like sneak Jesus into the EDM club sets, like, hey, Jesus loves you. Like, we do this for God, you know? And like, um, you had to be kind of careful about some places that we were DJing. Like, it wasn't always super cool. But so trampolines is just kind of a natural like expression of all that loving, loving EDM, but wanting to make it about God instead of some of the things that it's about. Um, and so it was, uh, it's pretty natural transition. And then I'll let you speak on like your musical background. And Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I think, I think the biggest thing about, you know, why we started trampolines is because we were, we were just feeling like we were doing music that we loved and that, that other people loved and we wanted to do it for God. Like we did everything else for God and, and really just, you know, pair the two. Um, I, in high school, my, my dad was a jazz saxophone player and I played drums for a metal band and of course you did. high school. I loved it. And you'll hear a little bit of that in our sound sometimes, but, uh, uh, I moved out to Nashville to play keyboards for some bands about, uh, 10 years ago after high school and then ended up doing, you know, kind of learning about production, songwriting and, um, you know, music business and kind of all of those things. And, uh, went solo because I, I loved pop music and, um, hip hop and, uh, just doing kind of crazy genre mixes and, weird structures uh, but also just cheap pop music i just loved it um and i'm inspired a lot by k-pop i love i mean we've spent a lot of time in asia and you know the fans are so good there and and the music that they like is pretty wild and mm -hmm. and we love that and uh so there's definitely a lot of k-pop influence there as well mm -hmm. i love that i've never had I actually haven't had anyone yet say K-pop influences me and it's high time. We finally hit that mark on the podcast. So thank you. So good. I mean, those guys have no rules. They're like, Hey, let's have a piano ballad and sing sweet things. And then let's go to this crazy dubstep hip hop thing. And then let's throw a saxophone in there and then let's like do some orchestral stuff and then let's change the tempo and then let's put some guitar in and then like girls screaming like let's go and then let's you know do techno it's awesome i praise god in the streets on a friday night at the gates of heaven it's a celebration i'm standing in your presence asking for your blessing got them in the streets and the ground and the world having problems mucus of them mucus of them got him screaming at the tip tips of my lungs i want to tell the world about your love is that part of what inspired your jesus is it now it's jesus times 10 or jesus 10 times how do you say it call it jesus 10x but 
that's a cooler way of thank you the cooler way of saying it jesus 10x you guys literally filmed that in the streets of was it shanghai <laughs> i'm really old. yeah 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 okay so so how, how does that happen how does that work like how do you get away with having these like holding these like speakers giving you like beats to sing about jesus in the streets of shanghai well we um flamingo time <laughs> just kidding no um you know we've uh had some pretty cool opportunities to to connect with people in places like china and north korea and some other parts of asia and um there's you know we've always kind of been like a little rebellious, like, and, and I was telling somebody the other day, like trampolines is kind of like, you know, the, the band your mom hates that she loves. Like we're kind of like punks a little bit. Like I grew up getting skate, getting arrested for skateboarding and like, you know, just we like, we like, you know, wild music and, and kind of outside the box and against the grain and kind of, you know, causing a little bit of trouble, not in trouble a in a good way, yeah. not trouble that hurts, and trouble that's real great, actually, you know, yeah. um, so, you know, when we shot the music video to Jesus 10X, it was, you know, it was not necessarily on the legal side of things, but it was, so. Yeah, that's cool. Where is the line, actually, I don't even know if saying where is a line is appropriate for this, but with missionary work, like your missionary work and your music go hand in hand. Um, how do you stay culturally sensitive and respectful to the people that you're interacting with and ministering to while still telling them about Jesus? That's Great a question. really good question. Yeah. Um, I personally like, first of all, um, I think it's really important to meet people where they're at culturally and like understand some of their culture, like, and not to be condescending. Cause you know, it's very like America, when you grow up in America, like you kind of grow up with this idea, like, Oh, America is the center of the universe. Like, and so you go, you're like, Oh, they're not doing it the American way. And there's this temptation to like, to like almost be condescending, not, not out of like rudeness. So you really be that and um you know and and remember like your way is not necessarily the best way like jesus is the way but your way of doing things doesn't necessarily equal um what everybody else would see so you have to kind of be sensitive about like making sure that you're not looking down on somebody like they are equal to you they're equally as dignified as you um and then the other thing is like you know just remembering not to pollute or like change the word of God to suit your audience too. That's really hard for me personally, because sometimes there are pieces of the gospel that are just really hard for me to accept. Like, and I want to like make it more palatable for people, but I'm, I'm actually just doing a disservice and it's their choice. You know, like what I can do is present what Jesus actually did. And I can present that really lovingly and respectfully. And then it's their choice, you know, how they take that information, how they digest it, you know, what they take from it. So I, I think you have to walk the line between the two, being really sensitive and remembering that whoever you're talking to is your equal and, and not to like look down on any religion or practice that they have, but also like 
you know, still speaking complete truth and just telling people like, you know, I, I think I have the way and I really like, I would hope that you can like experience this because I, you know, it's brought me so much joy. I want to share this with you coming from a place of wanting to share someone like share with people rather than change people. Like I don't change people. I share with people. Mm-hmm. I, awesome. And I, and I always, uh, I always make the uh, the kind of um, simile that, or simile, I don't know, if it's simile, <laughs> whatever it is, um, that like if I go to a new cake place and I eat a really good chocolate cake, like I'm not, it's not this thing of like, I want you to be a Christian and check this off my list. It's like, no, like I got to tell you about this cake that's so good. Like you're going to love it. Like, I honestly just want you to experience this and like, just check it out and like, see how excited I am about it. And you know what I see in that. So that's, you know, God is like a good cake. Hopefully not blasphemy. I have never heard a better parallel between Jesus and chocolate cake. And I love cake. So I'm here for that. (laughs) It makes so much more sense. That's awesome. You called me out upon the waters, the great unknown, where feet may fail. And there I find you in the mystery, in oceans deep, my faith will stand. Call upon your name, yeah, yeah, and keep my eyes above the waves. When oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace, for I to touch a little bit on your individual stories uh you guys you guys have already shared a little bit about it um but i was just doing a little bit of digging and was struck by how transparent you've both been about your individual stories um because i know carrie you already talked about struggling with substance abuse um which one even sharing that publicly is a huge deal um, so thank you for doing that and, and sharing it as a Christian. I feel like it's a whole other level as well. Um, what does recovery look like for you knowing that um, even, even now, if like you don't necessarily, you don't live in the same way you used to, we all sort of have to deal with mindsets and belief systems and, and childhood trauma. <laughs> like like how, how, what does recovery look like for you? How do you take care of yourself today on the road? That's an awesome question. Wow, gosh, you're full of good questions. Yeah, you you guys are Jesus wired. Always have good questions. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh, recovery to me looks like prioritizing the things that are meant to be prioritized. Um, if you don't prioritize the right things, it's, I mean, it's really just all too easy to go back into your old lifestyle. Um, and, a, and a couple more things about recovery is it it looks to me like not needing a substance to get through my day. Um, it looks like choosing, um, choosing to pray when I would rather do something else. 
Um, and I've been really lucky in the way that um, I've gotten to the point where I absolutely temptation to do drugs or alcohol anymore, like whatsoever. And, and that's remarkable. Like you, you hear about a lot of people say they never get there. And I think that you can get there. You know, I've gotten there with the help of God, like, and it's been completely God, nothing to do with anything I've done. But uh, on the road, it's really important to me that I um, pay attention to how much I'm focusing on God, because I notice uh, the less that I read my Bible and the less I pray, the, the more I start to kind of like feel like frustrated and, and kind of unhealthy. Um, and, and I think that if you let that frustrated, unhealthy feeling go too long, I think it does end back in relapse. Um, and I think that frustrated, unhealthy feeling comes from trying to get my satisfaction and what I need from something besides God. So uh, a lot of people, and in the beginning, I like, I thought that I didn't believe in the Bible when I first became a Christian. And then I started reading it. And I was like, oh, wow, like this is powerful stuff. And um, some people, like some people, I think, try to like get around reading the Bible. But I just, I just think there's so much power in that like i think if you want to heal from something like make that your priority and like not just like reading it like uh okay i'm done like really read it and try to understand the context of things around it and like what god is trying to say like like allow it allow yourself in it that makes sense like to fully be in the bible uh, and I think the more that you do that just the more solid foundation you have like our feelings can lead us astray any day of the week, you know, we're all capable of being tricked, but this is a, a physical text that we have that helps us to know how we were meant to live and when our feelings are wrong and when they're right. So that, that really keeps me centered is reading the Bible a lot. What was it that caused you to actually believe in the existence, um, not just of God, but the God of the Bible and the Bible that's with us today? Uh, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, it was that when, when I heard that voice say, like, I grew up in the church when I was little, um, you know, we went, like, we went a little bit, not a ton. Uh, and then I decided probably about 12 years old that I just didn't believe in him. So, like, I had a Christian background, not, like, super extensive, but enough to kind of, like, know about that God. And, and I honestly, like through my teenage years, I had anger and like, I honestly hated God as a teenager, like, like just this terrible anger towards him. I don't even know why. Mostly it was because of what people in the church did, you know, like I like attributed that to God, which is not right. Oh, yeah. um, not the first. As soon as I heard that voice saying, you're going to die if you keep doing this, I knew, like, I knew it was the God of the Bible. Like, there's just an instant knowledge like this is this is not anything else but before that I was like a you know like kind of new ager like I was like oh the universe you know like at that moment I was like the universe is not talking to me hmm. nothing is talking it's not a spirit talking to me like God is telling me right now that I need to like this is the message from God um and so that was when I prayed when I got down on my knees and prayed I prayed to God and like I can't even believe he answered me because I was so sarcastic I was like God if you're there which I don't believe you are <laughs> then you can make me want to quit because I don't want to quit. So make me want this and I'll quit. And like, yeah, he delivered on the promise. It's like, wow.
see the king of glory Coming on the clouds with fire Okay, yeah, the hoe was shakes Yeah, the hoe was shaking Yeah, the hoe was shaking I see his love and mercy Watching over all I sing People, people sing Yeah, the people singing Yeah, the people singing Hosanna in the highest. Lane, I was reading through some of your backgrounds, um, and it talked, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, it talked about the fact that you had very little money when you moved to Nashville and that you were homeless. Um, and I don't know how comfortable you are talking about different parts of that, so I don't want to push. Um, but I will ask this question, and you can take it however you like. Um, the life of a missionary, even if you've planted in one country, is very like you—you you have to live off faith. You have to live off faith that you're going to have the money that you need, that you're going to have the shelter, the food, um, which, having never been homeless myself, I imagine goes against all the security that you crave and desperately need when you are experiencing homelessness and trying to find a place to belong and be safe. How, how did you get to a place where you felt so confident in God and so like sure of your calling that you could actually nearly like let yourself enter that space of uncertainty again? Yeah. So when, when I first moved to Nashville um, with 50 bucks and a backpack and a keyboard or whatever. Um, it was, it was, I mean, God, I think a lot of us can relate to the fact that sometimes God is, doesn't seem like he's there. Like he's not listening. You're asking questions. You're like, Hey, I really need this right now. Can you, you know, and then other times he's just crystal clear especially if you're really putting your faith in him to do, you know, whatever the right thing is. Um, sometimes he can be crazy clear. I mean, some of the clarity in situations over the last 10 years, it's like he might as well have sent me a text saying, Hey, this is God uh, go, go left at the red light. Like um, it's amazing. And so I think the biggest thing was when the, the clarity I had uh, after 11th grade in high school, I got my GED and started trying out for bands, felt like God was kind of calling me to this. And then he was just extremely clear on a few things and gave me the opportunity to, to take a leap of faith and, you know, move to Nashville with no money and do the musician thing. And it was very focused. It was very uh, God navigated kind of thing. It wasn't, you know, it was just like, God, this is, this is crazy. It, it's, it's impossible for me to, to not jump into it because of how clear you're being. And, and there was a lot of, you know, scenarios after that or where he did similar things. And, um, I've been, you know, couch surfing essentially for the last 11 years since, uh, since that's 
adopted and and luckily i found a wife that would move to asia and and tra travel around in the back of a truck to all 50 states on tour you know with me and and that's been awesome um but i think i think god shows us the most when when we are when we have the most give up the most maybe for him or when we're in a really desperate you know kind of situation and and we you know he gives us the opportunity to say yes to something crazy and and something crazy you know that god might be doing in your life you know or whoever's life it it might look like you know moving across the world with no money um or it might look like you know the craziest thing in your life might be staying in your job that you're already at that you hate and you want to run away from uh might be you're like god no way like i am not gonna work at wendy's for another week no uh, this is crazy are you crazy um but you know uh and god's up there with his blueprints and his little design and he knows what he's doing and if if we can trust him through those times however you know crazy they seem to us then he shows us some amazing things and and he's continued to do that as we've said yes to things that don't always make sense as a human yeah and it you asked about the mission field i think you know uh doing music teaches you how to live on very little and, <laughs> and you know, you, I, I had an album come out a while back called Go Big or Go Homeless, and it should have been and Go Homeless because you, you just, uh, you know, even if you're um, doing, playing shows and, and, you know, doing videos and, and doing a lot of music, you know, uh, things or, or even appear successful, you might be making, you know, 50 bucks a month and have to figure it and, uh, and so with missions, we've been able to you know, do a lot with a little because of music and knowing how to, you know, do that and, and learning some of the skills to kind of take us through some of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, thank you guys. That makes a, a lot of sense. Um, and thank you for being so honest. I think uh, we have a lot of musicians listen as well as fans. And I think they'll be like, like the, just struggling to get by. It's just, it's so true. <laughs> It's just like any creative. It's just like just trying to get to my next meal. Just gonna try and do it for the cause. So get that. I think people like you know, uh, gosh, Instagram and Facebook and YouTube has been so good at making us be like, oh, everybody else is doing better than me. Like for instance, like I, I think a lot of people watch our video work that we do, like our music videos. And wow, they must be doing so well. Like they're, they're hiring people to do these crazy videos, like holy smokes. And like, I don't think what people realize is like, we, like we do all of that ourselves. And like, it's, and, and I'm not saying that in like a bragging state because I've been lazy where I should have worked really hard. And like, I've made mistakes a lot, but I, I just want people to be encouraged. Like when you think somebody has something really big, like it might not be as big as you think. So like, just honestly, keep your eyes in your own lane. Like, don't, don't worry if you think somebody else is like making a ton of money. Cause like, you know, music is hard. Like we're all having a hard time, but also take courage. Like, you know, that's why we need to find our satisfaction in God because like, you know, we can make $200 or $2,000. And honestly, I'd rather have $2,000 if I'm being totally clear, but like, I focus on God and when I'm like filled up with God, I really don't mind. And, you know, fighting to the next meal doesn't feel that bad anymore.
and there's a purpose and that's what we tell musicians a lot is uh if you don't have a purpose a reason that you're doing it like no way like you're gonna work seven days a week 19 <laughs> day no days off for 10 years and you probably still will not make any money or or make any ground in it. All right, all right. Don't give people and then like that. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. But if you don't have a purpose, no way you're going to keep doing that. Um, I certainly wouldn't have. I I have quit over and over again, and I go back the next day because of the purpose and the mission field that it is. But uh, I wouldn't sure as heck not be doing music if God wasn't telling me to and wasn't given a reason, you know, to uh, a purpose why we're doing it and and you know yeah <laughs> yeah no I hear it I hear it absolutely um and I'm not can't relate in the way that I'm a musician but as a creative um I totally get that <laughs> it's like let's make everything look really cool and professional and impressive but really you're like eh, just get them by <laughs> and like you're like good with that yeah Perfect in my weakness, you are perfect in my weakness. I, I've got too many secrets. Do my questions have an answer? We've all got our own reasons. Maybe it's just a season. I, God, you know that I need this. My, my questions have an answer. podcast episode with is if you could go back let's say 10 years and you can both answer this question if you want if you could go back 10 years and speak to your past self what would you say to them knowing what you know now uh, gosh that's great you go first don't do it no, I'm just <laughs> um uh hmm let's see I think a big part of what we're doing, and this is not something that, this is something we have to remind ourselves every day and try to attain, but something that was a big focus of starting trampolines was um, as cheesy as it is, like enjoying the journey rather than trying to get here. So then I can have this purpose, then I can do this ministry, then I can enjoy this. And, and it's really hard. Um, because we could do all these things if we could get to this or if this, you know, uh, and really like Miley Cyrus said it best. It's the climb, you know, just, uh, enjoy the journey and, and make that intentional. Um, 
as overused as that word is like, what, what are you doing along the way? You know, cause you might not get to where you're going and God might be wanting to use you right where you're at. So don't keep looking ahead to like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll do this for God when I get here. Um, you know, if you've got one fan, like pour into that fan and, and make a difference. That's why you're doing it. Like you don't need, you know, a million people to make a difference. You know, kind of like a crop out answer, but I'll explain it. Like I was talking about this to Morgan. Um, for those of you who don't know, Morgan is our friend, the mutual friend that connected us all. Um, and I was telling her like that I'm glad about happened to me and so with that in mind I I actually don't know I don't think I would tell myself anything because and not that I'm super happy with like like every choice I'm actually really upset with a lot of choices I made however like the story that I ended up with I think is incredibly powerful um, I think I can relate to a lot of people that don't feel relatable to Christians in general and um, and I think that I have a because of it, and, and I don't mean this like insultingly towards anybody, but I think I have a deeper faith in God than a lot of people might have the way that I saw him radically change everything. Um, I mean, I, I do anything on my own will. Like none of the change in my life has been because of me. Like it, it really, and I'm not just like trying to be like, oh, humble Christian, like it genuinely, I would be dead if I had never met God. And that to me, like gives me this, this renewed feeling of life. It gives me this hope and it gives me this desire to share. So I honestly, knowing that I would survive <laughs> to the age of 25, I wouldn't tell myself anything. Um, and I would hope that the story went the exact same way and ended the exact same place. So, but if I had to tell myself something, I would be like, dude, start working hard right now. and. Uh, God is real because, you know, like he, he doesn't exist to serve you. You exist to serve him. So stop, stop expecting him to serve you. Like he's real. Um, and then I would say, start working on music and start working on like doing the things you want to, because you're going to like be wake up in 10 years and you're going to be like that time and don't ever sign up for Facebook or Instagram. spoke a word you were singing over me you have been so so good to me so so good before i took a breath you breathed your life in me you've been so so kind to me I don't deserve it, still you give your 
interview was hilarious <laughs> these are just remarkable people I was um I was really awed by their ability to hold like this lightness like we would you didn't hear it because it was in the behind the scenes cuts but like we started talking about favorite colors and they were holding for some strange reason this stuffed flamingo and and it was random and you caught a bit of randomness. I mean, like, have you ever heard anyone compare Jesus to chocolate cake? Uh, and I appreciate that Lang was like, that's not meant to be heresy. I mean, at this point, I'm like, I love chocolate cake. And and of course, I want to share chocolate cake with the world. I want to share Jesus even more. But, you know, the parallel made complete sense to me. So, Lane, I'm with you on that one. I get it. Cake lovers of the world, unite for Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine if that had come out in a T-shirt when I was 14? I would have owned it unashamedly. So, guys please go and connect with trampolines they are currently on their social distancing tour yes really across the usa go and check them out on their socials to find out all their dates and pick up tickets you can go see live music if you're wearing a mask and distancing by six feet uh-huh that's cool right so go and check them out on instagram at trampolines underscore official you can also find them on facebook just by looking up trampolines uh and if you google search and you write trampolines in you will get pictures of legitimate trampolines so try instead just going to the instagram at trampolines underscore official and that will give you all direct links you can download and stream their latest single jesus 10x at any streaming platform right now it's just t jesus 10x way cooler than whatever I said it was. You can also pre-save the upcoming single Friday Night Praise now. You can find that on Spotify and all your favorite platforms. Just hit that pre-save or follow button. It does wonders for bands. Uh, and the direct link to that is actually in our show notes right now. Now, if you really actually also enjoyed interacting with both Lane and Carrie individually, they are both worth a follow. They are they both love adrenaline. They are both always on the go. They are always exploring. They are always publishing amazing content. So you can follow Lane at Lancifer Music. That is L-A-N-C-I-F-E-R Music. And you can follow Carrie on her DJ account. That is at Ofreak, O-H-F-R-I-K-K. Again, all those links are in our show notes. Please make sure you reach out to these guys and tell them how much you loved hearing their stories and then go and stream their music or download it or watch their videos on their YouTube channel. For an independent band that is like lives at friends' houses and lives as missionaries, this is insane what they are creating. So go and throw your support behind them. These are good people. Now, I know I promised that we would play you a snapshot of their upcoming single Friday Night Praise, which comes out next Friday. I did play it through the episode, but I want you guys to get a good listen of it so that you have an extra incentive to go and pre-save it and just get excited. So here is Friday Night Praise by Trampolines, releasing next Friday. I praise God in the streets on a Friday night. At the gates of heaven, it's a celebration. I'm standing in your presence, asking for your blessing. 
Got them in the streets and the ground and the world having problems Mucus of them, mucus of them Got them screaming at the tip tips up in my lungs I wanna tell the world about your love Awesome. So fun, right? Yes, so fun. And if there's anything we need in the world right now, well, we need a lot of things, but fun and some laughter and positivity is a good thing, right? Uh, thank you guys. Thank you for joining me on this episode, for your constant support and belief in this and for whether you just give us your time, whether you're a Patreon supporter, whether you just consider yourself like a friend of the show who just pops in occasionally because you see an interview you want to listen to, thank you. It means so much to us, so much to us right now, so much to us as we go into this new venture. Um, and I'm really glad that we can share these stories with you. If you really like what you hear, could you please do something really super quick for us? Just go to your Apple Podcast app and give us a rating. We would love four or five stars if you love what we do. And then also seriously consider giving us a review. It seriously helps people to find our podcast. And you can actually do that on basically any podcast platform that you use now, whether it's a follow or a star rating on Stitcher or Spotify or Overcast or some random like podcast app that you love that no one else has heard of please go and rate us and leave a review we just want people to hear these stories because we believe in them we believe in them so much and we would love you to share them with people if you'd like to get into contact with us as always you can find me and morgan our social media extraordinaire at between you me pod on instagram you can also find us on facebook and twitter at the same address and you can find all those links at our official website at between you and me pod.com we are on all your favorite podcasting platforms and we would love to connect with you that's all i have for this week guys we will be back in two weeks with a new episode this is part of like sort of our new podcast experience because our Patreon subscribers are getting an exclusive throwback episode every other week. A bit like what you heard with Rachel Lamper last week. Stay tuned. In two weeks, we'll have an incredible interview for you. I have pre-recorded quite a few and I'm so excited for you to hear them. If you would like content next week and a whole bunch of other exclusive stuff, just head to our Patreon right now. You can listen to it. Uh, just go to betweenyouandmepod.com and hit Patreon. And as always, the link is in the show notes. Just hit that button. You're good to go. All right, guys, that's all. My name is Jess Morris. Thank you. Thank you for doing this life thing with me, for holding on to hope and for being up for really fun, good, deep conversations. I love you. Here's to hope. Here we go, here we go around in circles. But like I said, I got nothing to hide. And all your words make me feel like I'm worthless And like I said, I got nothing to hide oh, Don't listen to friends, just listen to me Don't make any sense, tell me who you believe nah, nah, nah. You should know me better than this Think about it Yeah.